Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 230. We're going to have a philosophical discussion about the state of the game and the equipment that we're playing with today versus once upon a time. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. And again, please make sure you take advantage of that EFP20 discount. It's a great way for you to support the podcast and also save that additional 20% on an already very affordable, high-quality product. Also, if you're in a position where you can help us, we would love for you to become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. If you're in a position where you can support us, we would love to have you come on board. We've got a great group of patrons that have been keeping us going for a long time now. Uh, but we would love to see some more people jump on board. You know, the idea of contributing to the podcast success, obviously many people are, are doing that, and, and we certainly do appreciate it, and we would love for a few more of you to do it. So, Don, let's have a little philosophical conversation today. I'm in. So you and I have both been around this game for a long time. The thought I thought would be worth discussing today is, has the fact that equipment has improved so much that whether it's bats, catcher's gear, gloves, helmets, training, training tools, video, computers, all the stuff that is such a everyday part of our game now, how has that translated and does it really equal greater play on the field and, and a higher level of success and honestly even more enjoyment for the players playing? I'm going to jump in with you on that, Tori, thinking about uh, when I was a kid and uh, was handed catcher's gear. And that catcher's gear was almost painful. You know, of course, it it felt better to have the gear on and get hit in the shin with a, a baseball than to not have it, but to have to wear it for extended periods of time was very uncomfortable. Right. The shin guards were digging into your shins and across the top of your the bridge of your foot and didn't fit properly a lot of times as well. And the chest guard was like rolled up cotton or something on a shell. And, you know, our, our face guards weren't all that guarded. You had to be pretty careful not to catch one, you know, right. underneath the ear or something like that if you turned even so slightly. But, uh, and then when we finally got the neck guard, that was awesome. Yeah. Right. So you didn't get shot in the throat, but it was dangling around and, right. and not really all that uh, functional as well. Pieces like your shoulder, they've got that nice light, shoulder pad that kind of extends away from the chest guard now to to protect your throwing arm all those things are amazing and i would have loved to have uh you know had an opportunity to use any of those types of equipments in the beginning and now i think the kids have got a really uh, neat opportunity to be safe to be as athletic as they can be and training is uh, to me it's got to be a lot more joyful and exciting to right. to put those types of gear on and and use the equipment and training tools and stuff that they have access to now yeah well i know looking at how stuff has changed you know when i first started coaching 
I can remember anytime you had an idea about something that would help you with your training or your practices, you had to be DIY enough to be able to go out in your garage and you know use PVC or dowel rods or throw, throw some extra foam power, in your yeah, shin guards, power tools or whatever it was to to create whatever it is that you really needed. And you know, I can remember going to the Home Depot or whatever and buying pipe insulation and PVC and uh, you know all kinds of different things to make tools or to you know add extra padding to a shin guard or you know to create protective piece for somebody to you know to put under their tape on their arm or whatever so you know because we didn't have the you know the shin guards and the um, evo shields you know, the, the elbow guards and stuff like that so if somebody had an existing injury it was up to us and between the training room and the coaching staff to figure out how to create something how to build something and so obviously you know a lot of the gains that we've made on the equipment side a lot of the gains that we made on the training side i think do add a lot to what we're capable of doing with the game. And when I think about what the game looks like now compared to 20, 25 years ago, there's a lot of things that have changed. You know, one thing to me though, that has nothing to do with our discussion today is, you know, once upon a time when I first started coaching softball, the vast majority of softball players were kind of cut from the same basic template. You know, usually five, 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 six or smaller, usually pretty athletic, but not super athletic. And we didn't have a lot of really big, strong, powerful kids. And, you know, now when I watch these teams play, I watch these games play, uh, getting played out, you know, there are so many softball players now that just tower over me, six foot tall, super athletic, lean, strong, powerful kids. And to me, that's something too, that has really evolved and changed and and impacted the game. Just a quick little history lesson. I'm so old that when I was in high school, our high school first started sports for girls, you know, Title IX and all that stuff finally kicked in. And so one year when I was in high school, we started girls basketball. And that year we had one girl in our school who was six feet tall. Because she was six feet tall she had and, to play. And, and fairly athletic, our team ended up making it to the final eight in the state playoffs that year based on nothing other than throw it to the tall girl and she'll shoot a layup most of the time. Right. And the sport was so undeveloped and so unevolved that, that was like strategy, you know, that, and having a, a tall kid you could put in the post was a big deal. Well, now we've got six foot two point guards that can have every move you can imagine. Light and, it up. You know, we've got yep. uh, six foot seven volleyball players that are jumping, you know, 36 inch verticals and stuff like that. They look like, you know, they're going to jump out of the roof of the gym and softball is the same. So we've seen this massive development and growth of, of really athletic kids getting into our sport. So I think that's also changed it. But to me, the equipment gains are really hard to put a... Yeah, I don't think you can really appreciate how much it has changed things unless you remember the old days of the white ball and wood bats. And I'm so old, when I first started coaching, they, they didn't wear helmets. Sure. I mean, think about that now. <laughs> you know, I mean, and then it was a big deal. They required helmets. So of course we bought six helmets and all the kids had to share them. They had bases loaded you'd have the on-deck hitter kind of hoping that somebody would score a run because the only helmet that was left was three sizes too big for her and it was like, you know, going to spin around on her head if she had to wear it when she was playing. I wanted to be the leadoff, so I got the good helmet. Right. Right. But so all that stuff to me, and and again, some of it that you touched on, like from catching gear from a safety perspective, just safety gear in total, whether it's Evo shields, whether it's helmets, whether it's face guards, whether... This um, form-fitting gear is awesome. You know, the heart guard shirts that the the younger kids are wearing. 
All that stuff to me adds up to making the game and improving the game because I think it allows kids to play it with less distraction and less doubt and less fear. Now, there's some things about it that I'm not so sure necessarily have carried over to the same level of improvement. I'm going to throw this out there for everybody to argue with. Yes, there are amazing bat technologies and things like that have really improved a lot. This idea that we played in the dark days with terrible bats that had absolutely no pop in them is absolutely not true. I mean, we played back in the day before there was bat testing. And so, so whatever you got. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, and you know, there was nobody running a bat through any kind of uh, protocol to see what the exit speed was going to be or anything like that. Any of the compression so, testing. You know, yeah. When, when we first switched over to the yellow ball, that was another gigantic change. But when we switched over to the yellow ball and it had the 50 course, it was a like really a hard pretty, softball. Pretty hot. And we had bats that weren't being tested. There were kids hitting 280 foot home runs back then too. It's just people try to you know, talk about it now, like, you know, the, the new technology has made every hitter, you know, a killer. And, and so, you know, the new technology, I think makes more hitters better. And but, like you were saying about the athletes as well. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a multi-layered discussion. So does the equipment have a, a direct impact on the quality of the sport? Yeah, I think it does. I think that the game has gotten way better for a lot of reasons, but I think it's the athleticism of the kids. I think it's the knowledge of the, uh, training I think it's the experience that the kids have. I think it's the equipment that the kids are using. I think it's the ability that kids have to have access to better and more knowledgeable instructors. The training and, and that training. they're doing. So I think there, there's a lot of stuff that contributes to it. And I think equipment is part of it. And definitely the, the on the safety side of it. Because if I'm a hitter up at the plate now, facing somebody throwing 60, and I've got an Evo shield and I've got uh, a shin guard and I've got my, the, the thing over the top of my nice foot. So if mask. I follow one off and I've got my mask and I've got all that stuff working for me, I know if I get hit, it's going to hurt, but it's not going to hurt as much. And it's not going to probably be life-threatening. Back in the day, you know, you're facing some, you know, buddy really throwing hard with no protection at all, except the bat in your hands and you know, maybe a helmet on your head, depending upon when you started playing. And less fine-tuned training. Right. The The game has changed a lot. I think equipment is a big part of it. And it's something that I think we're going to continue to see because I think that there's still more stuff on the horizon. You know, we'll get uh, Tristan from Anderson on uh, everything fast because he's always got some new nuggets of information. But there's still more technology to be tapped into. You know, when we think about the video technology and the computer testing and all the different things, you know, of, of monitoring what players are doing, that the game's going to continue to evolve and get better and better. And I think that that's a good thing for everybody involved. No, I think that's exciting for sure. And I am always excited when I see something new, anytime, whether it's a, a glove or a, a training product or anything like that. I think it's, uh, it's fun because that keeps it fresh and exciting to try something different right well and yeah. i mean that's why we came up with the square cuts training disc we were looking i was for gonna an say idea. but I, yeah <laughs> yeah we were, we were looking for an idea something that you know could something help different that would yeah. would make a difference and i think that there's a lot of people a lot smarter than you and me doing a lot of the same kind of stuff and i think it's going to continue to evolve and so the equipment from today i think it has made a big difference um, it does it match up and be able to be identified as the sole reason why the game is so much more explosive and powerful and faster and all that stuff than it used to be. I'm not sure it's the only answer, but I think it's a part of the answer. Yeah. So get out there and check it all out. Right. And, uh, and don't be afraid to try a new idea. And if you're one of those dads or, or moms, that's uh, kind of handy around the workshop and you get an idea, 
Home Depot still got all kinds of different stuff you can manipulate into a training tool if you want to. We can probably share some of our ideas one day, Tori. Someday. Right? Someday. We'll, we'll see where that leads. We got some stuff. We got some ideas. So, all right. So that's going to wrap up number 230. Please make sure you support the Anderson Bat Company. Become a patron if you can. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. As always, please go to the fastpitchprep.com website and order your square cuts training discs. Uh, they're $49.95 a dozen. And uh, make sure that you check out the YouTube channel and the blog post. There's tons and tons of information for you on our website. Also, make sure you reach out to us with questions, comments, ideas, or suggestions, everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. So for Coach Don McKinley, our producer Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.